0: What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Diamond Studios Podcast. This is where some friends get together talking about music, business, and the balance of both. With life, I'm your host, Nathan Collins. As always, we are joined by the one and only Kevin Bags, Jonathan Boucher. Yeah. Today, we are going to be talking about types of music love and why we love the music we do. Mm. Let's get into it. Let's do it. Oh, man. That start caught me off guard. I thought we had more time. <laughs> But here we are. Hi, hello, welcome, everybody. Thanks so much for tuning in. Um, Real quick, let's get this out of the way. If you enjoy the show, rate us, share us, do all that good jazz. And um, we have some cool stuff coming up, so please stay tuned for uh, really cool announcements, things like Fool's Fest. Uh, We've got some cool partnerships with the library um, coming up. And, man, it's crazy. This year's going to be awesome. It's going to be really awesome. But let's talk about music love. Let's talk about music love. So, why do we love the types of music we love? You guys know why?
1: Any guesses? Something with the brain. Yeah. Something. (laughs) (laughs) Some science that I didn't do research on that happens. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <Some of> the <laughs> the is broken. I did I did um, I did tons of research some of us are just research. broken some of us are just broken so uh, through this research some some scientists kind of put this in the same category as like a form of trauma um, and <laughs> also the same the same form of like you know making memories yeah you know it's the same exact thing of you know how you'll just randomly smell something? Yeah. And you're like, oh my gosh, this takes me back to when I was two years old in the kitchen with my mom baking fried squash or, or frying fried squash. <laughs> <laughs> she just bakes fried squash. It's already <laughs> fried. She just bake it again. Um so it's kind of the same thing. Um But I took three of the major takeaways of why we we love the music we do. The number one um, thing was place. So you're in the right time at the right place. The feeling of the air, you know, maybe it's summer, maybe it's fall, maybe it's winter, you know, I don't know, you got like winter time, you've got the fireplace going, you got Justin Bieber mm. singing Under the Mistletoe <laughs> and you're like, dang, I feel like a teenager again. Or you
2: got a, a Hotel Street singing <laughs> So This Is Christmas.
0: Yeah, yeah. That song has the power to do that. For sure. But it's just the right time at the right place, you know? Yeah. It's the opposite of wrong time, wrong place. It was such a stupid thing to say. Of course it's the opposite. <laughs> it's the right time at <laughs> the right place. Yeah. That was dumb. Um, but there's let's talk let's talk personal examples. Um, right time, right place. What are what are some musical things that you can place immediately?
1: At a spot. So for me, uh, Elton John's uh, Crocodile Rock. My mom, it's really weird. My mom had a store called Santa Surplus, and Mm -hmm. something they sold was these little crocodiles on stands. You hit a button and it (laughs) played that song. So every time I hear it, I think back to when I was like three or four, and I can picture like my surroundings just a little bit. And so that's such a weird one. It's so that when that song plays, I think about that. And it's also one of those songs that I just like. And I think it's why I like Elton John overall, too. Just growing up yeah. hearing a lot of his stuff. Yeah.
2: But you? Yeah. I think a good example for me would be uh, Teddy Bear by Elvis. Okay. That one takes me back to 7 or 8 or something. I don't know. Interesting. Why? <laughs> um, I had an Elvis CD, and I used to put it in my PlayStation 1. and. and Listen to it on the Bruh. TV. That's that's
0: sick. <laughs> that's cool. The when you have a PlayStation 1 and you realize it can play CDs you're yeah. like, "What? What? I can play music? I can play this? music instead of games?" <laughs> I don't think any kid said that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I did. I was like, "I did." <laughs> yeah. I yeah. Man, cuz then when I went to the GameCube I was so disappointed. Yeah, I, know, know. I can't, I can't my... find the miniature CD. <laughs> <laughs> It's so sad.
2: Just stick a 45 in there.
0: Just stick a 45 in there. <laughs> I wonder if that would happen.
2: I have a GameCube here. It would melt. It would melt. <laughs> we could test it.
1: <laughs> no, let's not do that. Yeah, not don't do ruin that. your GameCube.
0: Okay, yeah. So, right time, right place was like a gigantic a gigantic one. Um, yeah. Oh, I didn't give you guys one. I have a ton. Um, I have a ton. But the, just a fun one. Um. Red Cross used to do this thing at the church that we used to go to. Mm-hmm. And my dad was the children's pastor. And uh I was I don't know, I couldn't have been older than 7, 8. Yeah. Like somewhere around in there. And um there's this uh Hillsong Kids song and um I forgot the name of it. Dunna, hello, hello. Yeah. But that was the first time I was ever interested in like guitar tones and guitar rhythm. Yeah. And like the placement, like the pocket creation between the drums and stuff. Yeah. And um, every time I hear that song, it takes me back to where I was standing on the platform in the children's church where I was a kid's worship leader back then. Because I mean, all we did was dance to the songs yeah, and do yeah. the motions. You know, a kid's church. But um. This time, I was, like, pretending to play guitar. And uh, I didn't know this, but there was this guy who came downstairs um, who was from the Red Cross. He came downstairs. And he stood in the doorway. And after the song ended, he went, You put on one heck of a show, kid. I was like, Because uh, <laughs> I was embarrassed because I was, I was jamming. <laughs> like, I was, like, like, screaming my lungs out and, like, jamming to air guitar. Yeah. You know? And, uh, he was like, "You want to be a musician when you grow up?" I was like, "I don't know." <laughs> and he was like, "You could do it. You can do it." All right, bye, bye, <laughs> and left. <laughs> That's I, great. I'm not sure why he came downstairs, but um, every time I hear that song, it takes me back to like the the air was so comfortable, like it just felt like a rock star atmosphere. You yeah, know? just that was the first time someone like told me cause I wasn't playing guitar then, yeah, like I was only playing drums and beginning bass, hearing someone just like not know who I am, or you know, I didn't even know if I was at seven, I wasn't sure I didn't come to like ten or eleven what I wanted to do, yeah, but just hearing someone be like, "Yeah, you could do it, I just felt so good, yeah, you know it was it was a good time, so uh, number two, another big thing, which kind of ties into that uh right person. With the right song, the emotional attachment of that song tied to the person are very similar. They go hand in hand. So, like you're listening to a song and you're with a person, yeah. And like, if it's the right song, sets the right atmosphere, is the right person. Um, those those things like they just go hand in hand.
1: So that will influence whether or not you really love. <laughs> that song or that music yeah but see it's so the
0: this one right
1: here was the one that they tied a lot to trauma
0: because interesting sometimes the person doesn't stick with your life right the person leaves your life um but the song is always there but most of the time the song reminds you of the good times yeah and then you get post like post listen depression because you listen to the song, you enjoy the song, and you remember the moments. Right, and then you have post listen depression because you're like, "Dang, that was good." You know?
1: Yeah, that's really weird. That's wild. Get, I I understand that. Yeah, that's <sighs> really, yeah. I read I read those articles and I was like,
0: "Dang, that makes so much sense."
1: because yeah. I'm picturing a moment with um one of my good friends Zach Walker. Like we would listen to Twenty One Pilots like consistently. Yeah. In into my high school, kind of the midway through his high school, and um, specifically the Blurry Face album. Mm. It's really it's good for me. It's I love album. that album. Yeah, um, but I, it's I get that feeling after I listen to it, probably because I think about yeah. those moments listening with him, and he's in like Kentucky now, so I don't <laughs> see him as much anymore. Yeah, and so that's really really interesting.
0: Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Um, an example is my I went and visited my granny uh, a few days ago. And um, she found the very first album from the end of 2015 that I had a fingerprint on. It was uh, a thing that we produced in Macon. She gave it to me. And after, during the album, like working on the album, the process of releasing the album, it's not my album, it's, it's a yeah. different, it's another artist's album. But during the process, that it, an incredible time. Great time. So much fun meeting all these people, working with like 10, 11 different artists. You know, it was just fun. It was it was a good time. But after the album just sucked. Mm. It was awful. Yeah. Like my time there was just awful. But I put it in my car after she gave it to me because she was like, did you ever get a copy of this? It's so cool because all of us signed it and it was like, it's like brought back a ton of memories. Yeah, Yeah. Such a good time. So much fun. And I listened to the album, and I was like, oh, yeah, man, I remember doing this and this. And I was like, this is cool. And then after the album was done, I was like, ugh. Yeah. Afterwards just sucked, man. Yeah. But, like, listening to the music, I forgot all about the crap, you know? And it was just, man, this is fun. That's crazy. Yeah, it's so cool. But my favorite example, the original one, was Am I Wrong by Nico and Vince. Mm Mm-hmm. Man, I was dating a girl in high school, and that was our song. I loved the song before we even started dating. Yeah. But then she just amplified the love for the song. So like, I'll hear that song sometimes, and I was like, "Dang, that was really fun." Yeah. But my wife hates the song, so it kind of <laughs> it kills it. Snow's so like, just a normal song. Yeah. So if it comes on in the car, I'm like, ah, like jamming out. She's like, "I hate that song." And I'm like, "Oh, oh
2: okay, <laughs> skip." So it, bal- it balanced it. Yeah, out. you got a specific moment. I I always think when I listen to like any of my big, like three favorite artists, I always think about like where I was like when I discovered them or started first started yeah. listening to them. Yeah,
0: that makes sense. Yeah, Death Grips is tied to you in my brain.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where Death Grips came from.
0: It was like the late nights that we pulled doing podcasts. Where, like, you were fine, and then, like, after midnight, you just decline. <laughs> and your chaotic energy comes out, and then, like, boom, boom, boom. Yeah. <laughs>
2: just, <laughs> it's I don't funny. know, like, where I first heard Death Goes from. But, yeah, whenever I listen to anything, like, Radiohead or, like, Bob Dylan or something. Nice. takes me back to I'm being in, like, Boyce's class and hearing. Uh, he played Bob Dylan for us, and I was like, what is this? Oh,
0: yeah, I could see that. That that's a good connection. Yeah. I forgot about
2: that. I always think of um I used to burn CDs and so I would put like uh like the same 10 songs on a on a CD <laughs> yeah. so like I would have like Radiohead songs mixed with like Beck and uh Bob Dylan and stuff. Be like weird little CDs. Nice. I always think of like driving to school in the morning, <laughs> which isn't always like a great thing, but it kind of is and it,
0: it can be. Yeah. Yeah.
1: This is kind of a tangent, but it's kind of going along with the trauma and music connection. There's a weird thing where, like, the only example I have is um, Awesome God. Where, oh, man. <laughs> where, I don't know, there's something about, like, hmm. there's a moment where you're, I'm going to describe this the best I can. So, you're a kid, and you're getting in trouble for something, and you're crying about the thing you got in trouble for, but... Right. There's a music like "Awesome God" or some <laughs> ballad thing happening in the background, and you're over here. Everybody, it's like a happy, joyful song, yeah. and you're just like oh, having a moment. So, like when I hear certain, <laughs> yeah. when I hear certain songs, it triggers that you just moment. Cry? No, it just trigger It just it triggers that like that weird feeling of like I'm having a horrible time, but everyone else <laughs> is fine kind of feeling. Does anyone else relate to that? Oh, yeah. is it okay. There's 100%. there's three songs
2: three songs I can think of that just will instantly transport anyone, doesn't matter who they are, back to their childhood. Well, you know, anyone like <laughs> at least in close to our age yeah, range. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be like Who Let The Dogs Out. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Cuz I mean I think everyone probably has a a moment where they remember spontaneously breaking out into 100% yeah. Who Let The Dogs Out with a yeah. bunch of kids. Um <laughs> We will rock you. Yeah. Okay. Every kid in has experience like starting up a yeah. We Will Rock You thing, like in the lunchroom randomly right, right. or something. Um, All Star.
0: All uh, Star. Smash Mouth.
2: I smash Mouth. That's another one. Fun story. It's not a story, it's just a fact.
0: I used to think Smash Mouth was a mush mouth from Fat, Al- from Fat Albert. <laughs> and so when I watched Fat Albert, I was like, how did he sing that song? <laughs> Yeah, that's my tie to that song. That's, that's really amazing. fun. Okay, so the last one, and yeah, y'all are right. It uh, does. It all has to do with mindset. Um, but having the right mindset and the right mood, um, you know, when the music comes on, and the atmosphere is just right. You know, yep. especially the windows are down, and if you're by yourself, if it's middle of winter, you got the heat blasting. You feel like a full body piece of gum, and you got the right, you got so the good. right music going. Um. That it just, for some weird reason, your brain just takes that good external feeling
1: mm-hmm.
0: and it connects it with, because music does stuff to your brain. Right. Right. That's why you can listen to certain genres and feel angry. You can feel happy. You can feel sad. It does something to your brain. Um, you know, and a lot of cases it does things to your spirit as well. And so when you combine all of this stuff with the, with the external, you know, of what's happening externally, and you just combine it all with the right mindset, man, it's Good. a beautiful thing. Yeah. It is super beautiful. Well, that's three types of music love. There's a lot more, but I'm not a psychologist, and I honestly just told all of this based off of Google research. But, no, I read a ton of a ton of articles um, on this, and those were the top three. It was yeah. just super relatable. Um, please let us know uh, a scenario that matches a song uh, wherever you're listening. Um, we'd love to hear we'd love to hear from you yeah. the listener and please let us know any questions you have about you know music business and um, the balance and all that other good jazz and share the podcast. Okay, we love you.
2: Let's get out of here. Love you. <laughs> this has been the podcast. This has been the
1: podcast.